0: Welcome back to the Sunday Roast. How's it going, guys? How the hell are you? How are your weeks? How are your hearts? And how are your heads? I am unfortunately practically dead. Guys, I'm in bits here. I, last night, I, you know I was in the dentist a while ago? Obviously, me being me, and because of the price, he was like, oh, we also need to remove uh, like the back molar because like your wisdom tooth is coming in. And again, me being me, I was like, oh, just deal with it like the way you deal with your mental health issues. Just ignore it. It'll eventually go away. Incorrect. Lying in bed last night in utter agony. It's came back with a vengeance and like painkillers weren't doing anything. So I basically didn't get a wink of sleep. So forgive me if I'm a little bit downtrodden and miserable today. Okay. Not that that's any change from the norm. Nevertheless, I apologize. How are you doing? Thank you for spending this time with me. Thank you to everybody who's been uh, sharing the podcast, listening to the show, and of course, subscribing to the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Mark Meegan. Guys, we get a lot of messages about people looking for like birthday videos for their friends and or personalized roasts. From now on, we've got all of those options available on Patreon. So it just makes life a lot easier and absolutely able to do them. So just message me on Patreon and we will make it so now we've got a roast to do. Oh my god, the pain. I'm genuinely not joking. Anybody that's had dental pain before will understand the sort of relentless, unforgiving agony of an abscess in your tooth. It's just like it's 25,000 times worse than a hangover and it's just n- constantly at you. So, sorry. Apologies. Anyway, I've been a little bit wholesome recently, as some of you may notice. Anybody who follows me on Instagram, at Mega Mark, you'll have seen that I've started running. I've sort of tried to turn a corner in this maze of life in terms of me trying to find value and purpose in the world. Yeah, I'm trying to become cleaner, healthier, happier, all of the above. So I've started running. Called up a couple of my friends today, this morning. Was like, yo, let's do something wholesome. What do wholesome people do on Sunday mornings? Because usually I'm in a field of despair and a pit of regret and remorse in my bed. However, today, no, I was in the world and present. So had a bit of a mistake. Went to a food market. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what I was thinking. I'm obviously to blame because who the fuck goes to a food market when you've got an absolute piercing, fiery toothache or issue in some capacity? Uh, Me, I'm the moron that does that. Have you ever been to these food markets? They're the, big, the biggest waste of time in the whole entire world. I don't understand the appeal. I genuinely don't understand the appeal. Like you get all of the sort of fresh Sunday brigade going to them. You know those people that put up the Insta stories? Oh, fresh Sunday. Give it a rest. You've, you've not gone for pints one night, okay? You're hardly teetotal. The same people that say fresh Sundays are the sort of people who take pictures of their hotel room and caption it, Home for the foreseeable. Uh, Tuesday, Aoife. Tuesday, you'll be leaving on Tuesday. Home for the foreseeable. I've rang reception and they confirm that your voucher only covers you for one night of room and board. So I wouldn't exactly be subletting your place in Battersea just yet to Airbnb or to a Chinese student, okay? Nevertheless, fresh Sundays. I thought, well, it's not really fresh for me, considering this fucking toothache. It's like a migraine of the mouth. It's horrendous. Anyway, I got down to this food market with a friend of mine. Little did I know, by the way, that she would be bringing her kids. Okay, call me Hitler, but is that not just unacceptable? If you're bringing your children to a social gathering... You should, you should tell me. You should tell the person in advance. It's like people that bring their partners. If you know, if you want to have a catch up with a friend and then they just show up with their partner, it's like, um, could you not have flagged this? I've got nothing against Joanne, but could you not have flagged this? Otherwise I would have, we would have done something different. So that's times 100 is when somebody brings their kids. So anyway, we're walking to the food market. I had rang her. I was like, yo, so can we get like breakfast stuff here? Oh yeah, yeah of course. Like it's a food market. Hmm. Interesting. Because I'm here now at a quarter past eight in the morning. And from what I can tell, all that's on offer is a fucking curry or a henna tattoo. Who wants that for breakfast? Who wants a bit of sea salt fudge? Do you know what I mean? Or a tea towel with your, with your horoscope on it in the morning. All of these food markets, they're just ran by people who basically went to electric picnic once in the early days and never quite came home. Fresh Sundays? Ah oh, yeah, nothing says a fresh Sunday morning at a quarter past nine like Beef Rogue and Josh and slippers made out of sheep's eyebrows, followed by a bit of organic honey for €27. Euro. These food markets are absolute insanity. I actually found myself getting wound up as I went to each different stall, looking for some sort of breakfast-appropriate cuisine. Oh yeah, lovely, just nipped down to the food market there for a bit of breakfast. What did you get? Ah, just a bit of paella and a tarot card reading. What? For breakfast? Have we discussed fortune tellers before? By the way, <laughs> I think we have. But if we if we haven't, I'll say it again. If that's what I don't understand with these like tarot card readers and fortune tellers. If you somehow have manifested the ability to be clairvoyant and see the future, why the hell are you sitting in an IKEA gazebo in the People's Park in Dunleary trying to put people in touch with their dead pets? Do you know what? I'm, hold on. You know, hold on, and she's moving her hands over the cards like she's some sort of DJ in boiler room. Hold on, I'm getting something. Ruff. Hold on. Ruff. Yeah, and then the biscuits standing there with tears crumbling out of their eyes. (laughs) Yep, That's that's exactly what Shep would have said. How much do I owe you? Do you take Revolut? Utter charlatanism. Surely dream a bit bigger, by the way, than a food market. You can tell the future. The future could be bright for you. You probably already know that, though, don't you? Being able to tell the future and spending your life at a car boot sale and morning food markets and stuff is the equivalent of having the ability to fly and only using it to skip the queue for Joe Malone in Brian Thomas on Christmas Eve. Do more with your gift. So as you can tell, I was not exactly in flying form this morning. And then, I'm going to have to change names here, but then my friend's kid is there, okay? I'm just going to call him William, right? Now, William is the type of kid, I mean, we all know the types. There was one in every every one of our classes in school growing up. He's probably like four or he's one of those people sort of like me where you never really know what age he is, but he sort of seems to be sort of perpetually four to five years of age, you know? And God only knows why. I mean, Allah only knows why, but he took a massive shine to me. It was so annoying like so annoying and just to give you a bit of context on William he's one of those kids that probably hasn't been dealt the strongest hand in life okay always has muck on his trousers always has muck on his trousers you know the type you know the type you could take the boy ice skating and he'd still manage to come off the rink with muck on his trousers and sticky fingers. Where are you even getting the stick from? Where's this? Why are your fingers always sticky? Always has a runny nose. He always has a runny nose. The boy could be in Barbados and he'd still be sniffling, which is also insanely irritating. I was like to William and to his mum, who I'm not going to name in terms of her actual names, we'll call her Claire. Claire, can you please blow his noise? Nose? Good stuff. Because he's making so much noise. It's really, really annoying. This little weasel boy is sniffling every 10 seconds. Ron fucking weasel. But he won't. He won't blow it. And she won't blow it either. And to add insult to injury, he's one of those those kids that he's got like an eye patch covering up one of his eyes, right? Yet still somehow wears glasses. Like that is just unfair. Like that is just unfair. He's wearing an eye patch and glasses. And let's be honest here. No amount of dinosaur stickers are going to make that patch and glasses combo socially acceptable in the schoolyard, William. I'm sorry, but let's just be honest here. He's also one of those kids that, for whatever reason, will always have a bit of miscellaneous snot somewhere on his person. Could be a shoulder. Could be behind his wrist. You know, he likes to, he likes to keep you on your toes. You never know. So that's why you don't want to get too close to him. You give him a little hug. Ah, uh, good stuff. My rib cage now has flame on it. But it's his eagerness that gets me. It's his eagerness. We're walking around the People's Park. Mark! Mark! Watch this! Oh, surely you don't have a lisp as well. Watch this, Mark! Watch this. No, we're in a park. I don't know. Watch. watch oh, watch this. Yeah, go, as you were gone. Watch this. Oh, oh you're going to jump down two steps. No, that's not actually interesting to me, William. In fact, that's incredibly unslick. That's incredibly unslick. You barely got any air. And you held on to the railing. So essentially no risk factor. Where's the danger, William? Where's the suspense? Where's the flare? Where is the bloody flare? And actually... William, come over here. Come over here for a sec. Can I ask you a personal question? Do you need to go to the toilet? Because you're standing there... Shuffling from one foot to another... And pinching your penis every eight seconds. If I was to do that, I'd be arrested. I would be bloody arrested, okay... So can you please just tell me if you need to go to the toilet or not? You've already embarrassed yourself once this day by convincing your mum to let you wear your bloody Batman costume out of the house. Do you realise how many Insta stories I got of you running up and down the escalator in Superquin in your little cape, making whooshing sounds? You looked absolutely absurd. And also, let's address the footwear. Let's address the footwear. He's one of those kids that wears little runners with the Velcro straps, but he puts them on in a crisscross fashion as if this is somehow fashion. William, you don't know anything about fashion. You don't know anything about fashion, William. Jesus I sort of feel like I went a little bit too harsh there and Poor little William. Ah, sure, look, that's what... That's what godfathers are for. And, you know, he's getting great use out of those crutches. He's really getting a hang of them now anyway, so, like, you know... Anyway, another one of the wholesome activities that I fell victim to over the weekend, which I would implore all of you to do, if you have not done it yet, is to spend some time down in Kildare Shopping Outlet Village. Right? Or, as they like to call it, Ireland's best kept secret. Good stuff. You have hired a marketing team to come up with a slogan which effectively says, We are bad at our jobs. Ireland's best kept secret. Good stuff. You're all fired. You're all fired. For those of you unacquainted, by the way, Kildare Outlet Village is one of these sort of discount designer sort of style setups. It's quite similar to, it actually is the same company, I believe, as Bister Village, just outside London. So you go down there and look, the most exciting part of the journey, if you're traveling from Dublin, is whenever you're in the car and somebody invariably looks out the window as you're passing by the Curra race course and goes, oh, look, it's the Curra. Nobody else in the car sort of agrees. Oh yeah, there it is. There it is. There, yeah, the cur. How long? How long is left until we get to this village? It says fifteen minutes outside Dublin. In the fucking Concord, maybe because we've been travelling for about an hour. We're almost in Galway. Anyway, the reason why I went to Kildare Village is not for the clothes. Okay, it's not for the clothes, and I implore you to go for the same reason that I do. It's for people watching, okay? Forget the clothes. Forget the clothes. If I wanted an off brand barber jacket and a pair of base London loafers, I would have raided the cloakroom in Cafe Ensemble. Okay? The reason you go to Kildare Shopping Outlet Village is for the people watching, right? Because the type of people that shop in Kildare Village are the same sort of people that pronounce "cooking" as cooking and frequently have Lucasade stains on their upper lips. Yeah, buying a polo, you got So the, the clothes are not worth it. You go into the, they've got a Polo Sport like a Ralph Lauren shop there. You go into po- Ralph Lauren, you buy a polo there in Polo Sport that is genuinely the same size as a Volkswagen Polo. They say it's, oh, this is just last season stock. Incorrect. Unless last season, you were literally making polo shirts for polo bears. Yeah, that's a terrible joke. But you know what I mean? The clothes are dog shit. So forget the clothes. Forget the clothes. And forget the, like, the design of the place is incredibly naff. They've got fake grass everywhere, which I don't really see the appeal in fake grass. People seem to love it. But then again, people also seem to holiday in Dubai and pronounce espresso like there's an X in it. So who am I to judge? The reason why I like going is my favourite shop to go down there is Ted Baker. Because Ted Baker is where dreams go to die. The prerequisite for shopping in Ted Baker, I could have said it before, is unless you are a school teacher of or a member of Oñardy, you literally should not be allowed shop in Ted Baker. But I like to go in and perverse, perversely stare at all of the people in there. One of my favourite dynamics that you witness in Ted Baker is... A man getting dressed by his wife. Have you ever seen anything more demeaning in your whole entire life? A man of sound body and mind, allegedly, standing there in Ted Baker, dejectedly wearing a shirt that has more contradictory color palettes than a bad acid trip. You know the sort of shirts they have in Ted Baker. The huge collars and all the floral patterns. He looks like a disgraced 90s children's television presenter about to make an apology at a press conference. And he's there just sort of looking at his shoes, loafers, base London, looking at his loafies, sort of really sad looking. And his wife's there just tossing things at him, you know? And then he holds up a pair of jeans, like he's a caveman discovering fire for the first time. So these are the jeans ain't are they? What? These are the jeans then, are they? Yes, Dennis. They're jeans. Well spotted. And then the wife frog marches him to the changing room like some sort of embarrassed pensioner who's just soiled his corduroys. And then he goes in to try on the clothes. And it gets worse again. It gets worse again. Do you know what he does? He has to ask for help. The grown man has to ask for help trying on clothes. Eh uh, Eh the Yes, Michael I'm just trying on the green one now Where do I put my head? They're sandals, Michael Alright Where do they find these men? Genuinely though Where do they find these men? Do these men reside beneath the burn And like have to get dug up each weekend Just to make the shopping experience A little less mundane for the rest of us? Are they plants? Are the owners or the marketeers Behind Kildare Village A lot smarter than I'm giving them credit for? moment you have all been waiting for. Also, I'm hyper aware that this week's show is somewhat shorter, but I'm just going to be, be honest with you guys. I've got two cloves down the back of my mouth. I am in absolute agony. I feel like I'm going to lose my mind with pain. So I felt like it was better just to leave it there, announce the Dyson Hoover, and then go and bury my head in like a bucket of Dettol or anything that will drown out the piercing and piercing insufferable agony I'm going through. So, let's get to it. Now, some of you who've been with me from the start, who remember the AirPods giveaway, will be familiar with how this works. I'm going to announce the winner now, right? But if the winner has not claimed the prize by a certain time, the Dyson will go back into the mix and I'll put all of your names into the lottery once more. The aim of the game is for you guys not to tell the winner that he or she has won. So if you know the person, don't tell them. It's a sort of really ratty way of testing people's allegiance to the show. And obviously we want to give it to somebody who listens to the show rather than just a random punter. So the winner of the Dyson, who I think will give the person until 9am on Monday morning, tomorrow morning, to claim the prize, considering this comes out a bit late it's coming out a little bit later today because I've been in and out of sort of frantic, frenzied, uh, sort of hallucinatory like sleep with pain. Anyway, the winner of the Dyson Hoover is Efa Carraher. Congratulations, Efa! You'll be the you'll be receiving a Dyson very soon. Hit me up on Instagram or on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Mark Megan, and we will ship you out a Dyson I hope you live in Ireland or the UK otherwise I might pretend that I did never get your message and give it to somebody else who lives closer so I don't have to pay for the shipping but there you go congratulations to everybody else thank you so much for sticking with me when I've been in really really ratty ratty form today due to the toothache if anyone has any cures for like toothache slash pain please send them to me and oh, aside from that have a great week I'll see you next Sunday fingers crossed I'll be back on my feet by then all the best Take care. I'm aware also that this is like a double outro, considering I sort of signed off the show in the last segment. But it would be weird not to do this part. So, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Especially when I'm not at my best form. Hope you guys have had a lovely weekend. What a beautiful day. I'm finally actually going to stand outside and uh, hopefully get some sun. Thanks so much for supporting me. Patreon.com forward slash Mark Megan. Instagram at Megan Mark. Let's go. Some very exciting things on the horizon. I promise. I promise. So, yeah, have a great week. Speak to you soon. Hit me up with roast suggestions. Hit me up with ideas. Hit me up with your thoughts, feelings, desires, dreams. As always, take care. Bye bye. <laughs>